Welcome, my real wellness friend. So glad you are here today. We're going to be talking about stress, or more specifically, a couple of different ways to handle stress than we have talked about before. This comes from a client that I'll tell you a little bit about her success, and it also comes out of your hunger game, which we just are wrapping up. And one of the real popular sessions was on handling stress and boredom without overeating. So let's jump into this. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. Why is stress management even important? From a health and wellness perspective, why is this something that we think about? For one, you decrease your energy for fitness activities when you're stressed. You also mentally and emotionally, it's a mindset thing when you feel like a victim of circumstance. Physiologically, your body, your digestion is affected by stress. Cardiovascular disease risk increases. High blood pressure increases. Stroke risk, that's a big one. That, that increases. Sleep problems, concentration problems, your immune system is negatively affected. Gut bacteria can get messed up, which then affects both gut health as well as your whole nervous system and brain health even. Your decrease, your testosterone levels, guys and ladies, messes with our hormones as well and increases PMS symptoms. So yeah, that's those are all great reasons for us to talk about stress management. From an intuitive eating standpoint, like I talked about in your hunger game, when you are frantic and you forget to eat until you're at a two on the hunger scale, and in back in episode 49, I discuss, I discussed the hunger scale with you. Or you're maybe you're eating rushed and you're not mindful, which then impacts digestion. Or you're drained. This is so common for my clients when they first come to me is you're drained after a day of chaos. And what do you do? It's easy to eat for comfort at that point. That's just it's that's the way we do. In the episode, I believe it was, yeah, it was episode 34. I introduced you to three avatars for dealing with stress. Ava Avoid. Alan Alter, and Addie Adapt. Addie Adapt is the one that we often think of for stress management because those are the stress management practices like meditations or journaling or gratitude practices. And so it, like in episode 41, I talked about are short meditations better? Do they work better? And I talked about my experience with cortisol and meditation. When you're looking at stress, you've got to look at all three. Yes, Addy Adapt is important. We need to lean into that. But we also need to look at Ava Avoid and Alan Alter. And today's episode and next week, I'm going to give you some powerful tools for Ava Avoid, how we can avoid stress in the first place. Because stress is pain. We run from pain, we run to pleasure. That is how we are wired. But that also means that pain is a signal that something may need changing. 
So sometimes it is about, you know, I can't do anything about this situation. I certainly can't do anything about it right now. Maybe I need to have a different perspective on it. So we have to look at the adapt, adapting, adi adapt for ourselves. But sometimes that pain is a signal that we got to change something. And that is what happened with one of my clients. I was so excited whenever she came to me wanting to look at the chaos in her life. And it wasn't about controlling other people, chaos by other people. It was about corralling the chaos in her own life and how she was able to quickly, and by quickly, I don't mean in a few days or even a week or two, but quickly in the sense of this had been going on for a couple of years. It did not take her a couple of years to turn this around. So let me just describe, let me describe her before scenario for you. Never finding, and some of this is going to sound very familiar to you, never finding keys or phone or laptop, not remembering where it was placed, running late constantly, bill paying late because the bills weren't found, clothes not being clean when she needed them, or family not having clothes clean when it needed, even though she did laundry. It wasn't like she wasn't, the woman's busy. Anyway, dinner table cluttered with projects work papers not being able to be found, forgetting about different appointments, like if the the kids had school events, forgetting maybe not the event, but the things ahead of time that needed to get ready for that. Lots of lots and lots of incoming information from r- running her work life and her home life and family life and volunteer life and all the things that she does. Getting somewhere and realizing that she didn't have what she needed and not having time to go back to the office or home to get it. So you may be experiencing some or many of those things. Now where she is, she told me in our last session that she's like, things are so different. I can hardly even remember where I was a couple months ago. Things are so peaceful now. There's I don't feel frantic all the time. I'm not forgetting things, not running out late. Everything is where she needs it, when she needs it. Her Google Drive is even getting organized from all of her different projects. Clothes are ready when she needs them. Templates for recurring events are being made, and she's saving time and energy. That is what I want for you as well. So today we're going to talk about the essentials and getting a handle on the daily chaos. So if you are the having trouble finding my keys, running late, papers are stacked up, I I can't find what I need, I don't know what's happening on a day-to-day basis, getting you out of that daily chaos is what we're going to talk about today. And then next week, I'm going to give you three easy planning framework steps to help you move forward. First, though, we have to get out of survival mode. Some of the questions that I ask her, I'm going to ask you. One is, what are the life systems and areas of your life that you use? Papers, finance, family, clothes, work life, food, or I may have already said food, I don't know, organizations, just you know those life areas, those life systems, activities that you feel like needs a little bit of structure and cleaning up around them. List those out and then prioritize them. Which one gives you the, and by prioritizing, I don't mean which one's more important, family or finances or whatever, but prioritize in the sense of if I got some order and less chaos in this area, 
the domino effect of that will really help me with everything else. Prioritize that way because you're not going to change it all overnight. We didn't. As she and I worked together on her stress, she didn't. But you've got to start somewhere and start with the most troubling one, the one that, oh, if I make a dent in this, it's really going to help. Also ask yourself, what are the essentials that you need your hands on on a weekly basis? So I'll give you an example from her is not trying to do her whole closet clean out an organization. That was overwhelming. And that took way too much time for just let's get out of survival mode. So my question to her was, okay, let's work through what are the types of outfits you need for work, for home, for different activities. How many sets of those outfits do you need? Let's, you know, you go through your closet, find those, see if you need to go purchase something else. Turned out there were a couple of things that she needed an extra one or two of. Then she created a section in her closet for these are my core things that I need on a weekly basis. And I told her, I said, get eight days worth because that way on laundry day, if something's going on, you still have a clean outfit. So eight days of clothes in a section of the closet. And now we're done with that for now. Eventually, and for you hear this as well, eventually you'll get to every system being amazingly organized and flowing. But first, let's get you out of survival mode. After that, think about your three essentials when you're going out the door. This is for me, this is something I've been doing for years and it's been super, super helpful. Is it's three words I say to myself every time I'm leaving the house, when I'm leaving the door, when I'm opening the door, food, papers, clothes. Do I have whatever food I need? Oh, I'm going to be gone for several hours. I need to go grab an extra water bottle or, oh, any type of energy, things that are going to give me physical energy and keep my brain going. That's food. So do I have what I need for that? Second, papers, whatever it's papers, phone, um, anything I need for a project that I'm going out to do, any kind of gear that I might need for something, you know, because everything's going to be different, but that's just kind of the catch-all for me. And it started when I worked in a traditional office and nine times out of 10, it was actually papers. Now it could be different things, but papers, supplies, that kind of stuff. Do I have what I need for that? And clothes, am I going to be dropping by the park to walk on the way home? Do I have my walking shoes in the car already? Am I going to be at a speaking event, speaking, and then later that afternoon meeting somebody for a one-on-one -on -one coffee meeting? And I don't want to have on speaking clothes for that. I want to have on a more casual shirt. Do I have that? Whatever I need for food, papers, clothes, I say it real quick. Most of the time I've already planned it out ahead of time, but that's just that quick reminder. I visualize what I'm doing that day and do I have what I need. For her, one of the issues was the paper piece of that. So the, the laptop, the phone, the keys, all of those things. They were not always put in one location. And for me, that was an issue at one time. So my husband and I came up with, there's one location downstairs. We have a two-story house. There's one location downstairs where all of that stuff goes. And if we happen to take it upstairs, so obviously my phone or my laptop, I might be having that in my office. Well, when I do, it's got one of two places it needs to be, either in my office or at the top of the stairs. 
So if I am in a different part of the upstairs of the house and I don't just set my phone down anywhere, I I get the extra steps in. It's always great to get extra steps in. I'll get the extra steps in and walk to the top of the stairs or walk to my desk and put it down there. That way, two hours later when I'm going, oh, where'd I put my phone? I know there's only two places upstairs or one place downstairs that it will be. For my client, one of the things that helped her was she didn't want all these projects on the kitchen table anymore because that then affected dinner time with her family. But she didn't have a traditional desk and office area at home. So she came up with kind of a portable desk, a, a basket type thing with had a lid on it so the kids wouldn't get into it because she's got a, a little. And being able to have that wherever she worked in the house, that portable desk went with her. And then the other thing she did that was fantastic, and you can do this in a backpack, any type of work bag, she purchased a little organizer that fits down into her work bag, and there's a place in there for keys, for phone, for papers, things like that. All of the, as she would have papers come in during the week, and this is going to start feeding into an the first acronym I'm going to tell you about. I'm going to give you one acronym this week and then two next week, is as she would have papers come in, she would put, if it, if it was a piece of paper that needed action to it, a bill, something that needed to be dealt with for the school, for her kids, all of those went into her laptop case, into her laptop bag. They came in, you know, check the mail, kids come home from school with papers, whatever, all of that immediately went in there because this was her first big weekly type of project that she started doing, recurring thing that she was doing that really began to pull her out of survival mode. Once we got food papers closed taken care of, then we started doing a we or we, I had her do a weekly check-in and she would take all these papers, all these emails that she hadn't gotten to during the week anything that had been incoming, and she used, this is an old acronym, is RAFT, Read, Act, File, or Trash. She would take all of these, and if it could be done in two minutes or less, that's a David Allen tip, if she could do it in two minutes or less, was do it now. So during this weekly check-in, it would get done. So paying a bill, sending off an email to somebody that was really quick, signing something for her kids' event, either online or on a piece of paper. If it took more than two minutes, then it was scheduled. And once a week doing that, she was like, nothing's going to get behind. And she said, it's been so great now for a couple months. Nothing's been behind. It may not be ahead, but it's not been behind. And so we we created her own system together and it looks different than my system. It's going to look different than your system. These weekly check-ins for her, they happen on a Monday or Tuesday because she works weekends, but still using these principles got her out of the daily chaos. So go through those questions for yourself, Put a begin putting some systems in place that pull you out of survival mode, and that is going to help you lower your stress. You're going to take that pain of the stress that's been a signal that something needs to change, and you're going to start changing some of it. Next week, 
we're going to talk about once you get out of that daily survival mode, what are the three keys to planning so you can actually get ahead? Talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.